But wait, there's more. Hi, everybody. It's Terry O'Reilly here, and we're happy to announce something we've never offered before. It's our But Wait, There's More subscriber package. If you're a fan of Under the Influence, you'll get more than ever before. You'll get more bonus episodes like the live recording and audience Q&A we did recently at the Hot Docs Podcast Festival, exclusive for subscribers only. You'll get more podcasts with additional stories. You'll get early access so you can listen to all of our new shows before anyone else. You'll get all of our episodes, including archives, ad-free. Tisk tisk. I won't judge. You'll be invited to Ask Me Anything sit-down chats with yours truly. You'll get first dibs on tickets for live events. You'll get big discounts on Under the Influence merchandise. And that's only the beginning, all for a few bucks a month. Just go to our show page on Apple Podcasts and tap Try Free to start your free seven-day trial. Membership has its privileges. Hmm, you should copyright that. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. From the Under the Influence digital box set, this episode is from Season 6, 2017. Terry 
When Max Schmeling knocked out boxing great Joe Lewis in the 12th round of their 1936 fight, it was one of the biggest upsets in boxing history. Lewis had seemed invincible. He was 22 and just entering his prime. His record was 27-0. and 0. Max Schmeling was from Germany. He was 30 years old, considered over the hill in boxing terms. America couldn't believe their champion had gone down in defeat. Hitler pointed to Schmeling as a glorification of Aryan supremacy. When the rematch was finally arranged two years later, the political climate had changed dramatically. Hitler was beginning his march across Europe, increasing tensions between Germany and the Western powers. The Nazis celebrated Schmeling as a harbinger of things to come. However, Schmeling was uncomfortable with the Nazi propaganda. He wasn't a member of the Nazi party, and he refused to fire his Jewish manager, even though he was under enormous pressure to do so. The fight was to be a media event broadcast around the world, and the world held its breath. This wasn't just a boxing match. It was Germany against America, Nazism against democracy. It was a metaphor for World War II. It was almost as if the fate of the world hung in the balance. On the night of June 22, 1938, 70,000 fans packed Yankee Stadium. 70 million more listened on radio. When the bell was rung for the first round, Joe Lewis went right after Schmeling. He rained blows down on the German. Eight, then ten unanswered punches. Schmeling was doing his best to survive. Then Lewis unloaded a devastating combination and Schmeling went down. Eight seconds later, Schmeling went down again. When the German managed to pull himself up the second time, Lewis circled for the kill. Lewis measured him right to the body, a left hook to the jaw, and Schmeling is down. The count is five. Five, six, seven, eight. The men are in the ring. The fight is over on a technical knockout. Max Schmeling is beaten in one round. It was a stunning revenge. Joe Lewis had beat Schmeling to the ground in only 124 seconds. In the years after their infamous bout, the tables turned again. A former New York boxing commissioner turned Coca-Cola executive offered Max Schmeling the post-war Coke franchise in Germany. It would make Schmeling a very rich man. Champion Joe Lewis, on the other hand, slowly went broke. He owed millions to the taxman. His health deteriorated. He was suffering mental issues from the damage he took late in his career. He developed a drug habit. Through that difficult time, a silent benefactor quietly paid Joe's medical bills. When Lewis died in 1981, the same benefactor paid for Joe's funeral. That benefactor had underwritten Joe Lewis's final years. He had quietly supported Joe. That person was Max Schmeling. The world of marketing is often a battle where brands square off against rival companies. And marketing, too, has its version of benefactors. In marketing terms, it's called sponsorship. 
That's when a company or a brand chooses to underwrite or support a program or event. Unlike Max Schmeling, the support is never quiet, but is instead actively promoted. Many programs or events couldn't survive without sponsorship money. Sometimes the partnership is mutually beneficial, sometimes the partnership is demanding, and sometimes those partnerships are saved by the bell. You're under the influence. The world of sponsorship marketing is not small. Close to 20 billion sponsorship dollars are spent every year in North America. To Miriam Webster it, a sponsorship is defined differently from regular advertising. While a sponsor may run ads in a TV program, for example, a sponsorship is when a company or brand underwrites or supports the entire program or event. In return, that company gets to incorporate its branding into the event or program, it gets to bask in some reflected fame, and the company gets to promote the fact it's involved. The reason brands pick certain programs or events to sponsor is always strategic, and that always makes it interesting. The earliest broadcasts of NHL hockey games in Canada started out on radio. Many think Foster Hewitt began calling the games on CBC, but it was actually on CFCA, a radio station owned by the Toronto Star. Well, we're all set now. All the opening ceremonies are over. Mr. Bickle has already given a long speech that has had the crowd on edge. And Primo Jackson and Conacher are skating out there, all ready to go for the this historic event where the NHL is starting in Maple Leaf Garden. And it was in those early radio days that Hewitt would coin his famous phrase. The foundation for the sponsorship of those games was established on an Ontario golf course in 1929, when Toronto Maple Leafs owner Con Smythe shook hands with advertising agency owner Jack McLaren. That gave McLaren Advertising the radio rights to broadcast games from the soon-to-be-built Maple Leaf Gardens. Initially, McLaren placed client General Motors as the hockey sponsor. General Motors Hockey Broadcast. In 1936, the broadcast moved to CBC Radio. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States. We're at the eight-minute mark. There's no score. There's a shot. That same year, a new president was installed at General Motors Canada, freshly transferred up from the States. He didn't believe hockey would sell cars and canceled the sponsorship. So McLaren put another client in the sponsorship role and renamed the program the Imperial Esso Hockey Broadcast. In September of 1952, CBC was about to launch the first television stations, so it entered into talks with Imperial Oil and McLaren Advertising about the possibility of sponsoring televised hockey broadcasts. But they ran into a roadblock. That roadblock was named Clarence Campbell, president of the NHL. Campbell maintained that television would convince fans to stay home instead of coming out to the rinks. Con Smythe disagreed. He suspected television could become the game's greatest salesman. 
so a compromise was struck. The televised hockey broadcast would sign on at 9.30 p.m. each Saturday night for the first 1952-53 season, one hour after the opening face-off, picking the game up in progress. That first season, Smythe only charged Imperial Oil a $100 sponsorship fee for each televised game. He just wanted to see if his instincts were right. They were, and then some. Soon, Hockey Night in Canada was the top-rated program in the country. It was the reason many people bought their first television sets. After the success of that first season, Smythe sold the three-year sponsorship rights for $150,000. By the early 60s, a six-year contract would go for $9 million. McLaren advertising would control much of Hockey Night in Canada for over 50 years. The Canadian Sports Network, or CSN, was the ad agency's production arm that produced the Hockey Night in Canada broadcast from 1931 until the 1980s. The ad agency's influence can still be felt to this day. For example, the three stars of the game tradition was started by McLaren as a way to promote Esso's three-star gasoline. And it was McLaren who contracted jingle composer Dolores Clayman to write the Hockey Night in Canada theme song. While Esso ended its sponsorship with Hockey Night in Canada in 1976, the sponsorship has continued over the years with brands like Molson, Labatt and Scotiabank, making it one of the highest profile marketing sponsorships in Canadian history. Many of us in this country have grown up watching one particular holiday TV special, A Charlie Brown Christmas. What you may not know is that A Charlie Brown Christmas was not only sponsored by Coca-Cola, but contracted by Coca-Cola. Charles Schultz had started the very successful Peanuts cartoon in 1950. Ten years later, Schultz and producer Lee Mendelson decided to try and find a sponsor for a Peanuts TV special. They produced a short pilot, but were turned down by all three networks. Three years later, Time magazine put the Peanuts characters on its cover. That prompted a call from Coca-Cola's advertising agency, McCann Erickson. They asked if Mendelssohn and Schultz had ever thought about doing a Christmas special. Mendelssohn fibbed and said, Of course we have. We're working on one right now. Coke asked to see an outline the following Monday. So Mendelssohn phoned Charles Schultz and said, I think I just sold a Charlie Brown Christmas. Schultz said, What's a Charlie Brown Christmas? Mendelssohn replied, It's something you're going to write tomorrow. So Schultz came up with a one-page, triple-spaced outline. The plot revolved around the idea that Christmas was over-commercialized. They presented it to Coke. The soft drink giant bought it. Now Mendelssohn and Schultz had to race to create an animated peanut special. It was an almost impossible task, as they had to produce over 30,000 animation cells in just a few months. Schultz insisted on using a cast of real kids to voice the show which was highly unusual as kid characters on network TV had always been voiced by adults up until that time. Schultz also refused a laugh track. And he announced that the special would contain a full minute of Linus reading from the Bible. 
none of which made the network happy. Finally, just 10 days before the broadcast, they screened a Charlie Brown Christmas for CBS. The network hated the way the kids talk like adults. The network hated the loose animation. They hated the slow pace. The Bible section made them all squirm. They hated the jazz soundtrack. The rushed animation contained mistakes. The network hated the mistakes. Then a Time Magazine TV critic asked to see an advanced screening of the special. Mendelssohn reluctantly agreed. They sat in a room together, and the critic didn't say one word during the entire screening. Didn't even take a note. Then he just got up and left when the credits rolled. Schultz asked how it went. Mendelssohn said, We're dead. Two days later, a full-page review came out in Time magazine. The reviewer called A Charlie Brown Christmas the greatest cartoon ever made, saying it would probably run for 100 years. CBS didn't agree with the review, but it couldn't back out now anyway. The air date was less than a week away, and they were contractually committed. Coke, on the other hand, loved the special. They loved it because Coke branding was part of the storyline. The opening scene had Linus smashing into a sign in the snow. The sign says, brought to you by the people in your town who bottle Coca-Cola. Another scene had the gang throwing rocks at a Coke can on a ledge. At the end of the special, while the Peanuts gang are singing Hark the Herald Angels Sing, words appear over the characters that say, Merry Christmas from the people who bottle Coca-Cola. A Charlie Brown Christmas aired on December 9th, 1965. Nearly half of all people watching television that night tuned in, totaling over 36 million viewers. It was a huge success. The public loved everything the network hated. It was a huge win for Coca-Cola, too. It received bags of mail from fans of the special thanking the soft drink company for sponsoring the show. Coke had tapped into the emotion of the special with its sponsorship, and those glad tidings spilled over onto the brand. Depending on your age, you may remember this Charlie Brown Christmas special differently than I just described it. When Coke's sponsorship ended in 1967, the special was heavily edited, with all the Coke references taken out. But that posed a problem, because the original Coke references were embedded into the original storyline. That's why the version you may recall contains some questionable edits, including this abrupt ending. That's because the final Coke frame saying, Merry Christmas from the people who bottle Coca-Cola, was taken out. A Charlie Brown Christmas has been running for 51 years now, and it just might reach 100. It's a beloved holiday special about the over-commercialization of Christmas. And it all began, ironically, with a phone call from Coca-Cola. If you are of a certain vintage, like moi, 
you may remember this television show from your youth. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom is presented by the company with coverage for everyone. The greatest name in health insurance, Mutual of Omaha. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom ran from 1963 to 1988 and still runs online to this day. But it almost never made it to air. We'll be right back to our show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're enjoying this episode, why not dip into our archives? Available wherever you download your pods. Go to terryoreilly.ca for a master episode list. In the early 60s, producer Don Meyer created a pilot of Wild Kingdom by investing all his life savings and taking out a second mortgage on his house. He spent the next few years looking for a sponsor, showing the pilot to 84 different advertisers. 84 times he was turned down. As fate would have it, his friend Marlon Perkins, the director of the St. Louis Zoo, was having a meeting with his friend V.J. Scutt, who was the president of a small and little-known insurance company called Mutual of Omaha. Scott told Perkins he was looking for a television show to sponsor so his small firm could try and build a national profile. Perkins immediately called Meyer, who flew to Omaha the next day. Scott and his team liked what they saw, and not long after, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom premiered on NBC in January of 1963. Welcome to Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. 
It began as a half-hour show on Sundays, and it was an immediate success. As a matter of fact, the show's instant popularity surprised everyone. Each week, Perkins and co-host Jim Fowler would take viewers on exciting journeys to explore the lives of different and fascinating animals. A running joke was that Perkins made Fowler do all the dirty work, as in, we'll watch Jim as he tries to shave the wild wolverine while I sip a banana daiquiri in the Jeep. Mutual of Omaha's advertising agency, Bazell Jacobs, would create commercials for the insurance company, and Perkins would segue into the ads with lines like, Just as the female ocelot must care for her cubs, you can protect your family with insurance from Mutual of Omaha. At its peak, Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom had 34 million viewers every Sunday and was shown on 200 stations in 40 countries. The show won four Emmys, becoming one of the longest-running nature shows in television history. But more than anything, it made that small Omaha-based insurance company a household name. Nobody thinks of the show as Wild Kingdom, They call it Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. It was one of the few television shows of my youth, especially in the 70s, that carried the sponsor's name in the title so boldly. During the 22 years Marlon Perkins hosted the show, Mutual of Omaha's income grew into the billions. When President B.J. Scutt died in 1993... His New York Times obit said he had built Mutual of Omaha into the largest provider of individual health insurance in the U.S. Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom. And a huge part of that success was due to the Wild Kingdom sponsorship. It insured fame. We're into cool cars, so we're into the Barbie Ferrari. Is into her Ferrari. What a dream. She's into driving the camera. Recently, the Girl Scouts of America made an interesting announcement. It was adding a new badge to its list. It was the Be Anything, Do Anything badge that Girl Scouts could now earn. That badge was sponsored by Barbie. In Barbie's nearly 60 years of existence, she's had over 150 careers, from registered nurse to astronaut to rock star to princess. And now, Barbie is a Girl Scout. There was a lot of pushback when Barbie teamed up with the Scouts. Beyond the fact some feel Barbie hasn't been a good role model for girls over the years, it was the first ever corporate sponsorship of a Girl Scout badge. The Girl Scouts organization strongly defended the partnership, insisting that Barbie had a wholesome image. Mattel, maker of Barbie, stood by the three-year deal, saying Barbie's mission was a good fit with the Scouts because it had always inspired girls to be anything they want. It was also a lifeline for the Scouts. In 2013, the Girl Scouts reported it was battling serious financial troubles stating it was millions of dollars in debt. It had declining membership. Donations had dipped. Its famous cookies weren't selling well, and they were contemplating selling their summer camps. The Mattel deal is worth a much-needed $2 million. Therein lies the rub when it comes to some sponsorships. It can underwrite the health of a brand and still 
be an uneasy transaction. I'm Jerry Seinfeld, and this is Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Then there's Jerry Seinfeld. When he created his online series called Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, Seinfeld wanted sponsorship money to produce it. So he inked a deal with Acura. The fit was right. Cars were a big aspect of the show, and Acura was thrilled to be in such close proximity to Jerry Seinfeld's fame. What's interesting about that partnership is that Seinfeld creates the in-show commercials for Acura. But he does deliberately bad ones. Purposefully lame, with tongue firmly in cheek. New for 2014, the now Acura RLX. Fresh, frisky, and functional. This year, Acura is out to impress with the RLX. An exciting new blend of beauty and action. It's not too big, bulky, or hard to park. With finger touch electronic adjustable windows. So easy. Now with three new exciting interior colors, including one that's kind of mauvish or beigeish. Well, it's almost greenish. Let's just say almond. Excuse me. Pardon me. Acura. Yesterday's tradition of craftsmanship, today's affordable luxury. Tomorrow I'm busy most of the afternoon. In a recent episode, Seinfeld was with guest Sarah Jessica Parker outside a coffee shop when he's stopped by a police officer who points at an Acura parked on the street. Excuse me, he asks, is this your product placement? Seinfeld wants the sponsorship money, but he doesn't want to be beholden to it. As Adweek magazine noted, this act of rebellion is his way of remaining independent while inside the agreement. It's an interesting flip on the usual arrangement. While many programs have to weather the sponsorship demands of brands, sometimes brands have to weather the demands of the program. When a brand decides to sponsor a program or event or a Girl Scout badge, it's always a strategic decision. For starters, sponsorships are not filtered the same way commercials are. They are much more positively received as a rule. That's a big gain for the advertiser. So, when Coke sponsored a Charlie Brown Christmas, it not only received glowing letters from viewers, but that warm feeling increased purchases. Research shows that a sponsorship of a fan's favorite show can increase purchase intent of the product by as much as 10%. That's a huge gain. Sponsorship gives an advertiser preferential positioning above other advertisers. While there may have been other commercials inside a typical episode of Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, the awareness of sponsors tilted heavily towards the insurance company. Sponsorships also bestow fame on the advertiser. Imperial Oil and Molson gain great fame by being associated with hockey. Mutual of Omaha went from an obscure insurance company in Nebraska to a household word. On the flip side, sponsorships are demanding. When a company is putting millions of dollars into a sponsorship, they want their pound of flesh. That can mean a three-star gasoline promo in a hockey game, or a surprising new Girl Scout badge, or an ocelot segue into an insurance commercial. It's a delicate arrangement. Sponsorship money can keep a program afloat, or it can cause a lot of tension. Or 
it can do both when you're under the influence. I'm Terry O'Reilly. Influence was recorded at Pirate Toronto. Series producer, Debbie O'Reilly. Sound engineer, Keith Oman. Theme music by Ari Posner and Ian Lefebvre. Research, James Gangle. See all the visuals from this episode at cbc.ca slash under the influence. Follow us for some fun content on Twitter and Instagram at Terry O Influence. See you next week. This episode brought to you by Richer, Stronger, Instant Hills Brothers Coffee. The first instant coffee that smells like coffee. Hey, I like your style. I'd like your style even more if you were wearing an Under the Influence t-shirt. Just saying. You'll find them on our shop page at terryoreilly.ca slash shop. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.